0: We can get into it.
1: Alright. Okay.
0: Hello. Hello and uh, welcome Hello. to real welcome to real horror show. Um I'm Sam, joined always by the Stormy Skies. Stormy What up. <laughs> um finally getting back into midnight sun after a nice little break. If you haven't listened, you can catch our interview with horror anthologist and writer William P. Simmons over on the hashtag all the horror podcast feed. And if you haven't already, it released before this episode, go listen to our Halloween special that we recorded with Kelly and Shar from Drinking and Screaming, where we review Halloween Kills. I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of recovering my Facebook password because I went
1: incognito today. I'm sorry, I'm just,
0: it's still... So wait, when you went in, when you went incognito it logged you out of everything on yeah. your regular?
1: Yeah, so on my Google Chrome, I'm I'm constantly logged into my like Gmail account, so my my Google account is connected to like everything, and whenever oh. I accidentally clicked incognito mode in one of my windows I opened, it paused it. And when it, pa- it like paused my account, I was like, oh, why'd it do that? So I like unpaused it, and then it was like, sign in, sign in, sign in here, sign in here. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I had to get my book, and Stan's like, fucking dropping shit. Sorry, I... all these things.
0: <laughs> my computer decided to restart right before we started recording, so I'm on my boyfriend's computer. So naturally, I have to dig through his desk, see if I can find an engagement ring or anything. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, we are... Today, we're just, we're continuing Midnight Sun, and we're talking about chapters 8 through 15, I believe. Yes. And, good God, it was a big chunk of... Yeah, it was. Nothing, really. <laughs> just, just
1: nothing! You're right! What? <laughs> Such a great way to describe that. I was just reading and reading and reading, and nothing new happened.
0: <laughs> um... I don't know if you were keeping tally. I meant to, but I kept forgetting. Uh, did you happen to keep a tally of how many times they use the word dazzle in these chapters? Oh, man. Um, it's at least three times per chapter, which is way too many. There are other words to use, Stephanie. Yeah, and you know what? It it becomes
1: the type of a situation where you're reading something and then it's like when you're reading a poem and they use the same word in the first line of the poem and then like the second line of the poem too and Mm -hmm. you're just like why did you do that that was lazy it's like she's doing this like every sentence it says dazzle and like either the character is like saying the word dazzle or they're thinking the word dazzle or like it's just a description of something being dazzling it's all these things so Sam is right. Uh, we can just call this episode the dazzling episode because I'm I so move. dazzled. I don't even remember what I even read, man.
0: I'm, I'm. No, that's where I am. I finished reading the chapters today right before we started recording because I moved and my life is just chaos right now. <laughs> yeah. I am a mess. I've been wearing the same three pieces of clothing for four days now. <laughs> four t- I've started unpacking. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Um, but yeah, and Edward, I can concretely say that I am just not team Edward. I think he is absolutely horrible. Uh,
1: me too. Me too. And you can go ahead and finish your thought, and then I will follow up with my thoughts, yeah. which are probably the same as your
0: thoughts. So just, <laughs> just overall... Edward's gone from despising the existence of Bella Swan to being completely obsessed with her to the point where he is stalking her. Like there's no getting around it. He's stalking her and he's justifying it in a really kind of misogynistic way thinking that, you know, she needs protection. She keeps getting into all these horrible situations and she's constantly tripping and falling. I don't know how one person can bring such danger upon herself. And Even Alice says the same thing after the uh, Port Angeles episode. She's like, you're right. I'm going to keep a better eye on her from now on, Edward. And it's like, you don't really need to. Right. Literally everyone encounters danger at some point in their lives. (laughs) Seriously, they do. Like, sometimes
1: people trip. Sometimes there are accidents. But it's like... He he's thinking about it in a way where Bella is like a magnet for just like death, you know, not just accidents. Sam, like mm-hmm. she'll like she'll perish.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he really infant infantilizes her, and
1: I know what you're if- trying to say.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. I can't I can't word right now. Just read 50 pages in one day. Give me a break. I'm
1: sorry, dude. You probably feel like the way I feel right now.
0: <laughs>
1: Which is like... Dead. Crappy. Yeah, just, just dead. It's just pretty crappy. <laughs> but I
0: don't know. And yeah, I have a lot of pink tabbies. So I'm being really organized in reading this. And for each episode, I have different color tabbies. This episode is pink. Excellent. And there's a lot of them because I basically tabby every time Edward is really pushing his boundaries. <laughs> with Bella. Nice. Yes.
1: <laughs> nice. Um,
0: okay. And you know what? Even though apparently Mike Newton has really disgusting thoughts about Bella, I've decided he's probably the best dateable option for her because at least he's not gonna watch her while she sleeps.
1: Yeah, this is becoming an issue for me.
0: <laughs> like constantly
1: watching her
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm like it's not not just watching her when she sleeps but because now alice is keeping an eye on her with her quote-unquote um psychic abilities and we can read alice's mind and keep an eye on her through that and even though he hasn't done that yet in these chapters he's doing it through bella's friends he's reading their minds to keep a constant eye on her (laughs) yeah yes he is and that's
1: that's like totally not private
0: Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what David does ninety percent of the time while he's at work. Uh, We send each (laughs) other text messages. Hey, how is it going? We're like, good. I did X, Y, and Z, and that's it. We don't need to know everything about each other. (laughs) I
1: know, dude, because that's just like that's too much, and that is pushing a boundary. So that's that's a really good point to make. And um, (laughs) uh, um, there's this one part where it i don't know if you like got to it or if i'm reading too far ahead but um it, it's when bella is sleeping and edward is in the room and he said that like charlie comes in but since edward is so still and in a dark corner that he didn't have to move because mm. no like nobody could see him and I, I don't know if like you got there yet but I, i'm on like i'm like two chapters ahead. So it's not too far but okay or oh, i'm not surprised yeah, uh, it's, it's just too much. Just like sitting very still. Not breathing because you don't have to just staring at Bella while she sleeps, like recognizing her sleep patterns, all these weird things. Um, And it's just like, like, I know that you're sad that you have to like be apart from her for like two seconds. But like, she doesn't know you're there. So like, imagine how she feels, you know, she doesn't want to be apart from you. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. It, it's just such a imbalance. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know.
0: And I think that isn't going to change throughout the book because pretty soon Alice is going to meet Bella and Alice is already fucking obsessed with her.
1: Yes. Yes, she is. Yeah. Like, she really obsessed. <laughs>
0: like, to an unhealthy degree, like yeah. a single white female unhealthy degree. <laughs>
1: I know and like she's like oh my god like I really want to meet Bella. Can I meet her now? Can I meet her? Like can I just like look at her? Can I say hi? But then like also Edward's like no you're not allowed to talk to her. Like honestly they go to the same school so it wouldn't be so outlandish for her to speak to her. You know they go to the same school. I I don't you know what I mean. And Alice
0: Alice isn't the one fantasizing about Bella's dead corpse in her arms.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, we can really get into that, uh, if you want, but, um, do you have any other, uh, points you want to make? Do you like want to move through your tabbies and we can talk about that? Or do you want to talk about like point by point?
0: Yeah, we can move through my tabbies because there's usually, um, highlighted (laughs) text that go along with it. Uh, The first tabby is on page 106, uh, where... We're reminded that the Twilight books are all loosely based on, well, not based, but inspired by classic novels. Uh, So this is when Edward is watching her read out in her backyard. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Ah, more classic, Sense and Sensibility. She was an Austen fan, and my comment was just, of course she is, because that's just the basic white girl.
1: I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, yeah, I read Wuthering Heights every winter. Like Wuthering Heights is Jane Austen, right? Or do I
0: got that? Uh, that is um one of the Bronte's I can't remember which You know one. what?
1: Same basic white girl shit. I'm <laughs> just yeah. reading the same book over and over
0: again. Well, I read Jane Eyre every year to <laughs> I love Jane Eyre. <laughs> um, so I just wrote Of course she is. Um, right she'd reached a page of cha- she reached the last page of chapter 2 the page began mid sentence perhaps in spite of every consideration of politeness or maternal affection on the side of the former the two ladies might have found it impossible to have lived together so long how does he know that do vampires have like zoom abilities
1: <laughs> I was, like zoom in on the text yeah <laughs> they do discuss later that edward like he since he's lived for so long which like is only like a 100 and so years he like somehow can memorize everything he's read after reading it one time and is like a super mathematician he has like some sort of weird power of memorization they mentioned that he is like a memory that's like like a like a photographic memory but he can Mm -hmm. just like remember every single moment that has happened since he's become a vampire if that makes sense. So you can probably it, like call back to the moment where he wrote *Jane
0: Eyre* too. <laughs> it, it does, and you know what pisses me off the most about this? <laughs> yes, ten years ago we would have fucking swooned over this shit.
1: I know, right? Yeah, we would have. When this was supposed to come out, we would mm-hmm. have just been like dying over Edward. But now I'm just like over Edward. Shit.
0: Um, like every line that sounded flirtatious from Bella's point of view is so fucking creepy from Edward's (laughs) point of view considering he's thinking about murdering her constantly watching her while she sleeps watching her during the daylight from the trees while she's reading I know right spying on her through her friend's vision
1: yeah um and then like he he does these things though. And like, I I'm getting a little bit frustrated with, with Edward because we know that Edward is like a very old vampire. Okay. So he's, he looks like he's, he's a teenager, but he's actually old. You know, he's like 106 or 116 or whatever it is. So he's an old mature wise man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he, <laughs> but like, for some reason he like, him, he's so smart, but he can't figure out like like basic human expressions on their faces. So when Bella is reading this book, it it starts to mention how she's like, she starts to make a face at this one chapter about this one male character. And he's like, I cannot for the life of me figure out what she could possibly be thinking. What has upset her so? Is it me? Did Is it the world? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, maybe she just doesn't like this part in the book, you know what I mean? It's so weird, but I was like, Edward, I know you know that it's not, you know what I mean? He just like blows things out of proportion instead of like using his mental ability to figure out
0: something, some
1: basic shit. But you know what I mean? It's so weird. It's hard to explain.
0: Yeah, no, that's frustrating me too, is he is, uh, this takes place technically in like, I guess, 2006, 2007-ish, Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't be quite a hundred yet, maybe just hitting a hundred. Okay. Um, but he thinks and acts like any other angsty teenage boy, which is really frustrating. And it's so infuriating to read when he's thinking, uh, she could never love me as much as I love her. Is right. Just, yeah. Is just, shut up. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, shut up. Like she also has
1: feelings that are pretty, you know, drastic and we'll come to find out this out later but we all know that she loves Edward so much that she's willing to become a vampire and say goodbye to everybody and everything you know to just yeah. be with him forever um, and
0: I think I haven't like listened to any of her interviews regarding the release of this novel or read any interviews if Stephanie's hoping hoping that this makes a case that Edward's not abusive no <laughs> There's definitely like maybe he's not physically abusive, but there's definitely like some emotional manipulation that's going on,
1: yeah. i yeah. would I would absolutely say so. And it's so weird how he speaks to Bella and like acts towards Bella and stuff like this.. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: patronizing he's very patronizing that
1: that's a great that's a great word because i was trying to think like how can we even explain it because it, it it's happening constantly and it's kind of annoying but as a reader you're constantly reminding yourself like okay well this is edward he's a mm-hmm. vampire but like also like well yeah he is a vampire but like you know he's also he was a person once he you know he died when he was like 16 or 18 or 17 whatever it was so uh, you know he understands like how to be human and what humans are and he he kind of speaks as if like that memory was completely erased and he's just mm-hmm, like yeah. any anything regarding how humans act it it's just
0: it's like it's, yeah <laughs> and i i'm not saying this to try and offend anybody but it's almost like stephanie myers unintentionally made him <laughs> somewhat autistic <laughs> oh yeah like he's on the
1: spectrum or something
0: because um and you know who knows maybe she'll even use this defense if people continue arguing arguing about how emotionally unavailable edward is
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but just the way you're bringing it bringing it up definitely reminds me of um the incident of the dog in the night or whatever the title of that book is
1: yeah the dog in the nighttime or whatever Yeah.
0: yeah um and that's told from the perspective of an autistic boy and i very distinctly remember the first the opening pages was him talking about how he has trouble deciphering normal human emotions and that his counselor or friend had to draw up a chart of smiley faces making different expressions that he uses as a cheat sheet I know this is also a very popular play. And I think the play is more popular than the book at this point. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it carried over to the play, but the way you're describing that really is reminding me of that. And yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe Maybe. now we're going to have an Edward is autistic movement from the twilight fandom.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, maybe she uh, just did that and she didn't even know it because that's exactly what's happening here. And it's like, it won't let up and yeah. it, i feel like what what she's trying to say is like he's too much of like um this like spooky monster of lore to you know to even mm-hmm. recall being able to act like a human but it's like he acts pretty similar to bella other than like wanting to
0: None of his siblings. None of his siblings have this issue, so it's 100% Edward's (laughs) issue. So yeah, it's like a maniac. (laughs) I could kind of, I can kind of picture at some point some diehards coming out from the shadows defending Edward because he's clearly on the spectrum, and maybe he is. Maybe that's what Stephanie's alluding to. Yeah, he was born in the 1900s, and they didn't really have that. They had it, but they. Didn't have yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't justify his emotionally manipulative behavior, his emotional abuse. And I do have, when we started talking about the emotional manipulation, I do have a little section okay. from chapter eleven. I think yeah. chapter eleven, if okay. not chapter twelve. <clears throat> I stopped walking and caught Emmett's arm. Hold on a second. What's up? That's Emmett thinking it. Uh, "'I know I don't deserve it, but would you do me a favor anyway?' "'What favor?' he asked, curious. "'Under my breath, and at a speed that would have made the words incomprehensible to a human, "'I explained to him what I wanted. "'He stared at me when I was done, his thoughts as blank as his face. "'So?' I prompted. "'Will you help me do it?' "'It took him a minute to respond. "'But why? "'Come on, Emmett, why not? "'Who are you, and what have you done with my brother?' Aren't you the one who complains that school is always the same? This is something a little different, isn't it? Consider it an experiment. An experiment in human nature. He stared at me for another moment before he caved. Well, it is different. I'll give you that. Okay, fine. Emmett snorted and shrugged. I'll help you. I grinned at him, feeling more enthusiastic about my plan. Now Now that he was on board, Rosalie was a pain, but I would always owe her one for choosing Emmett. No one had a better brother than mine. Emmett didn't need to practice. I whispered his lines to him once under my breath, and we walked into the classroom. Ben was already in his seat behind me, assembling his homework to hand in. Emmett and I both sat and did the same thing. The classroom was not quiet yet. The murmur-subdued conversation would continue until Mrs. Goff called for attention. She was in no hurry, appraising the quizzes from the last class. So, Emmett said, his voice louder than necessary. Did you ask Angela we- Angela Webber out yet? The sound of papers rustling behind me came to an abrupt stop as Ben froze. His attention suddenly riveted on our conversation. Angela? They're talking about Angela. N- good. I had his interest. No, I said, shaking my head slowly to appear regretful. Why not? Emmett improvised. Are we lacking in courage? I frowned at him. No. I heard that she was interested in someone else. Edward Cullen was going to ask Andal out, but no, I don't like that. I don't <laughs> want him near her. He's not right for her. Not safe. I hadn't anticipated the chivalry, the protective instinct. I'd been aiming for jealousy, but whatever worked. So in case you don't get the gist, fellow listeners, <laughs> Edward is using his psychic abilities to manipulate um this Ben character into asking out Angela's friend Angela. Yeah. Because he knows Angela likes him. And like he has good intentions, but <laughs> Like just It's too. an unfair it's an unfair advantage since Edward can read minds and it's I don't know. It's manipulative. Right. You just have to let let things evolve as they will.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, because you shouldn't be listening, you know, to people's thoughts anyway. And everyone's always like, Edward, you said you wouldn't listen to my thoughts. You said you wouldn't listen to It's like, I can't help it. They're constantly there. Mm-hmm. It's like I tried to make them go away. But like, clearly he doesn't care. And he's just, you know, doing whatever he wants and whatever he thinks is fun. So, yeah. Um, Excellent point. And it's then great.
0: regarding his mind reading, there is just a really funny note I made. If I can find it. There's so. Still- okay, okay. Uh, i know i wrote the note with pink pen okay oh i i found the spot where i started uh noticing <laughs> the constant use of the word dazzle oh um, let's see <laughs> okay here it is In the <laughs> okay when i this explained that little half smile on the car she was quick no one else had ever guessed this about me except for carlisle and it had been rather obvious then. In the beginning, when I answered all his thoughts as if he'd spoken them to me, he'd understand, he'd understood before I had. Edward, you're still fucking doing that. <laughs> I know,
1: stop. <laughs> and also tell your family to like, stop doing it too. Because they're like, they're they're doing it and he's doing it. It's like, guys, both stop. Stop it. Just talk. Just talk with your mouth. Do it oh my god i know you talk really fast like vampire speed but like good like you can talk super fast like just get it done
0: and Mm -hmm. i'm I'm reading this i'm getting more frustrated with stephanie meyer's take on vampires i know it's been a major complaint since the first book that she didn't like follow any real vampire lore she kind of just made up her own Mm -hmm. whatever that's fine <laughs> it is getting frustrating though vampires are meant to be seducers and seductresses um but just the fact that edward is so clueless about humans makes me really doubtful of that in this universe like <laughs> yeah like god damn it vampires are supposed to be romantic I know
1: yeah romantic Why can't he just be romantic He's like really weird all the time He's so awkward and nobody likes Edward um, Not because he's like (laughs) too Perfect but because he's like too fucking weird He's like that one weird kid That we talked about before that like talks To himself in the hallway Yeah because he is talking to himself. Because he's still <laughs> answering people's thoughts out loud. And people are like, "Look out for that guy!" Like, wow, he's beautiful, but like, seriously, look out for that guy. He's like a fucking maniac. So, mm-hmm. God, he is clueless, and um, he always like, I don't understand what like humans. Are and they're so pu- puny humans, they're so weak. Blah, 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 blah. But I want to be a human so much. Uh, but like, what do you want, Edward? Like, I don't understand. What, what, what do
0: want you, you know. want,
1: Edward? Like, Edward still doesn't know what he wants, mm-hmm. and I'm as a reader really confused because I thought I had a good handle on it after reading the regular books and watching the movies, but no. now I'm like. I, I'm just like, who is I don't understand what is happening? Like, you know, this mask Edward is wearing? is he just pretending everything? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't either. And <laughs> it's uh, wild.
0: Uh, I hope I hope she's not intending to imply he's on the spectrum because this is a bad representation for the autistic community. It
1: truly is because i'm I'm like getting sick of Edward's shit right now. Um.
0: And, like and, you're yeah. 97 years old bro you should have some understanding of human <laughs> yeah. like and that's just especially
1: teenagers because you're in high school for your whole life <laughs> that's um, all you s-
0: see anthony hopkins famed yeah. uh, academy award-winning anthony hopkins he was diagnosed with autism very late in life and it actually made him a better actor he realized because his acting came from mimicking what he saw other people doing as a way to understand why they were behaving in that way. And I read that somewhere. I don't think I just made it up on the spot. It sounds too factual. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll fact check that when I'm editing and put in a little voice memo, if I'm wrong.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: I don't know. I think, I think Stephanie Myers just doesn't actually know how to write a male character. And so, yeah, I think she's trying
1: to make him like sexy, but it's actually making me like feel weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: um, again, I, I don't mean to insult anyone on the (laughs) spectrum by saying Edward's inability to read human facial features is reminding me of that.
1: It's just, it's so obvious Edward. He like try, he's like trying too hard to figure it out, but it's like Easy,
0: you know. Yeah, no, none of his siblings. carlisle doesn't have a problem with it. No one else does. It's just all Edward and his angst, and even Jasper, who's like the newer one. I'm sure he's like
1: fine, and everybody likes Jasper. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I don't. I don't. Hear any,
0: I don't hear anyone <laughs> thinking shit about Jasper. I know he even has a cute little nickname,
1: Jazz. And I was like, oh wow, that's cute. Nobody likes Ed. It's just-
0: <laughs> Edward that's sitting in the corner all empty and <laughs> all oh, oh my god you know all who, the time. You know who he is? He's who? um Christian Slater and Heathers.
1: Yeah, he really is. Bring a fake gun to school. There we go. That,
0: that's a better comparison than Edward on the spectrum.
1: Yeah, so he's so. that guy, but also he's like but he's like less social.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's that guy who thinks he's really cool and too cool to associate with people and yeah. it's just made him really weird and uncomfortable yeah. to be around. Yeah. That's, a, that's a more a <laughs> comparison.
1: And that's so accurate, too, because it's like, watch out for that guy. And Christian Slater actually, like, doesn't he, like, shoot up the school?
0: Uh, he goes on a murder spree with... Yeah, uh, trigger Ringer. warning, you
1: guys. I'm so sorry, but, like... Yeah. The, and everyone was like watch out for that guy he brought a gun to school but then like edwards over here like i will kill everybody in this classroom and then kill bella because
0: oh <laughs> I'm just making so- jesus christ <laughs> stephanie
1: <laughs> too soon <laughs> he's like i will kill all of you and i was like oh my, oh my god he's like it'd be too easy i killed 32 people in the matter of two seconds <laughs>
0: Oh my god, maybe that's why it took, maybe that's the real reason she didn't go through with publishing Midnight Sun, because I need to look up the timeline of the books in which she was originally planning to publish this, but.
1: Oh no, and like high school shootings and stuff.
0: The Virginia Tech shooting happened April 16th, 2007.
1: So, God, dude that's like maybe
0: you don't want to have a male protagonist talking about how he's gonna shoot everyone in the school yeah not
1: shoot i mean shoot them with his mouth,
0: mouth. Yeah. yeah, murder everybody in the school yeah, yeah. like just break ne- whatever it is he's really strong he could just like kill you with his hands maybe. Um, but uh wow. anyway I- i'm glad this conversation let me talk about a better book yes so, um, okay so going back more towards the beginning of the section uh This part fucking terrified me. We get more quaaludes um, Mm -hmm. in this section of the book. We finally meet Jacob Black towards the end, um, but we get some brief discussion of the treaty, and Edward says something really fucked up when he realizes Jacob Black may have spilled the beans that they're vampires. Yeah. I suppose this meant I was now free to slaughter the small defenseless (laughs) tribe on the coastline were I so inclined. Ephraim and his pack... Of protectors were long dead. I'm referencing the werewolves that we'll see in New Moon eventually. But that's that's really fucked up, Edward. And that's that's my note. I wrote what the actual fuck, Edward. Edward, like what the fuck? Like
1: just because someone knows that you like are there doesn't mean you have to kill everybody that knows about it. it's like because yeah, At the even, same time, it's like people can guess that I'm a vampire, but they just like
0: ignore us, you know? Yeah. And he even said, oh, the younger generation, like Jacob Black they think it's all just myth and it's like, yeah. So therefore you don't even need to think about slaughtering the tribe. And what kind of tribe would agree to like, Hey, if we ever spill your secret, you can come and slaughter us. Yeah.
1: Right. And spilling your secret means just like telling like, like Jacob describes them as like scary stories around the campfire. Like Edward, that's not like they're whispering and gossiping all about the vampires, you know, that live in town. Mm -hmm. Um, and Absolutely. Edward,
0: everybody already thinks you're fucking creepy. So Yeah, yeah, Edward, so why don't you just fucking
1: chill and just, like, keep to yourself just like you always have been and just, like, don't worry about it because if you weren't listening to everybody's thoughts, then you wouldn't even know this and you wouldn't know this thing that upsets you. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you want to stay off Facebook of something, someone says something that upsets you, just don't go on Facebook to read it, you know? But that's what he's doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And also, you should not um, kill everybody because then everybody will know that it's a vampire. You know, you can't say that it was a bear, <laughs> like because not what they were saying in the first movie. Yeah. Was like
0: a fucking yeah, bear. and that's um that's brought up again when Edward's explaining going hunting and how Bella's not allowed to go hiking on a certain trail or Charlie forbid her from hiking on a certain trail because of bear attacks in the area. Yeah, like our crazy rabid bear attacking, targeting specifically
1: like people, but it, we know it's a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: All right. Well, I'm
1: glad we cleared that up. But okay, yeah. let's move on with your notes and your tabbies and stuff.
0: Um. Oh, and this is a important tabby. I ne- I haven't found a copy of Twilight at Goodwill oh, yet. Man. Yeah, but maybe soon because mm-hmm. uh, I want to cross reference this conversation because I remember it distinctly from the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I remember it from the book. The book. <laughs> yeah. When they're in the car, um, it it happens the the famous the famous trailer scene. What are you curious about? I asked her. There were no secrets left, only minor details. How old are you? She asked. My answer was automatic and ingrained. Seventeen. And how long have you been 17? I tried not to smile at her patronizing tone. A while, a while. I admitted. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I remember that conversation. Me neither. From the book.
1: That's such a, oh, I love that conversation. A while. How cool. I just,
0: <laughs> I just associate that with the movie Me so too. much. Me and
1: too.
0: You know what? Robert Pattinson was the perfect choice for Edward, fight me. I
1: yes, he was. Just, oh, especially so.
0: reading it from his perspective. Oh my god, I want I want Robert Pattinson to do an independent movie from Edward's perspective.
1: <laughs> it's just a POV movie so we see like his
0: hands <laughs> and, like in front of him and like that's it. I feel like this is going to give Robert Pattinson a lot more to bite into. Yeah. But knowing we, how fucking insane yeah. Edward really is. He is insane. But um
1: going back to that conversation about like being 17 for a while, do they they do they, they don't say that in a car, do they? Don't they talk about that when they're in like the woods? In the movie they're in the woods.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> so this is why I really wish I had a copy of Twilight to cross-reference with. Dude, because I'm like yeah. this doesn't feel right. I thought they didn't have this conversation until he finally brought her home to meet his parents
1: know if like I don't remember anything at all from Twilight because I read it such a long time ago mm-hmm. but I feel like none of this even happened like what the parts that I'm on the conversations they're having and like the mm-hmm. actions he's doing and, and what she's doing i this like there's no way that this happened and, and Twilight did it like <laughs> maybe I forgot a long time ago but still
0: I'm glad you brought that up because in chapter 13 13- thinks yes it it pissed me off because it felt (laughs) self-referential and i want to fight stephanie myers
1: yeah let's go ahead Um. and bring that to the surface here and we'll just dissect
0: damn i can't where is it there it is all right page 239 i can't remember the chapter uh they're having a conversation i was looking all i ever did was look at her and then bella says I'm absolutely ordinary, she explained. Well, except for the bad things, like all the near-death experiences and being so clumsy that I'm almost disabled. Yikes. <laughs> and look at you. So I'm like, I feel I don't think that line was in Twilight. I feel like Steffi's added that in to like be like, haha, I know, Bella's clumsy and almost dies all the time. I get it, guys. Yeah, and that's like...
1: It's weird because we know that already, so you don't have to like tell us yeah. again because it makes me feel like I'm stupid or something, or like yeah. you think I'm dumb, like as if I forgot. Like,
0: how can we forget?
1: That's like Bella's main personality
0: trait. Yeah, like, you can't. You can't fix it by making a joke about it from Edward's <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Like, just live with what you wrote. It's fine. And just the yeah. big, big yikes to the uh, being so clumsy that I'm almost disabled.
1: Big yeah, yikes. <laughs> big yikes, dude. you yeah, could have just said being so clumsy that I'm so clumsy that I almost die all the time. That would have been yeah. better.
0: Because <laughs> okay. that's okay. Like, but, um,
1: disabled people, I'm sure have you know are not clumsy whatsoever.
0: Yeah, we're all fucking clumsy.
1: We're all fucking clumsy, but we don't have to compare ourselves like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's 2020 exactly Um, let's see I mean I guess this is technically a period piece now because it's set in the early 2000s so maybe that's why she thought she could get away with something like that and she can't in fact when I was working on my play which is being adapted into a movie Mm it's set in 1999 and there were a lot of times where I thought oh this joke would have absolutely killed in 1999 but I'm writing this in 2020. So I know that a gay person shouldn't be the butt of a joke.
1: Yes, absolutely. So you're being very tasteful about it, which is fine because you're still holding on to, you know, the cultural, you know, culture, whatever, the the era, but you don't have to do it with bad jokes because they're still bad. And they were back then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And now, now that I've said that, I'm rethinking a line that I Oh my God. (laughs) No. Well, no, one of the, one of the characters is like heavily implied to be gay and it kinda comes out during the climax and um as his sister's leaving to go home, the main character's like, Hey, tell me if you find him and she just says, Yeah, he's probably just at home hiding in the closet and it's not meant to be a joke, it's meant to be for the idiots in the back who haven't caught on that jimmy's in love with the main
1: character. i think that's clever uh with the hiding in the closet thing but i don't think that is disrespectful at least when i was reading it because the twist at the end is fucking wild
0: anyway so yeah um yeah. let's see towards the end of this section we finally meet um billy black and jacob black um turns out edward doesn't hate jacob right away this is yeah. his thought yeah. Uh, There was something there was something very engaging about Jacob Black's mind pure and open. It reminded me a bit of Angela's only not so demure. I felt suddenly sorry for this particular bore boy was born as my enemy. He was the rare kind of mind that was easy to be inside restful almost, you know, it was nice at first and then right with that last line it got creepy again. (laughs) It did. (laughs) <laughs> it was nice to be inside his mind, restful, like I
1: can go in there and, th- and, but then also, what are you trying to say about Jacob? Like he has no thoughts rattling around in his head? Like, what is he Aww. like a big dumb? Aww. <laughs> like there's nothing in there. It's so restful. He has no thoughts.
0: Quiet. <laughs> and then with this chapter, Edward does bring up breaking the treaty again and how apparently if the Quaaludes break the treaty, the vampires are allowed to go in and slaughter their entire Community, which I don't see anyone actually agreeing to. <laughs> yeah,
1: Edward, where are you making these rules up,
0: man? <laughs> but he said Carlisle would never allow them to enforce. Yeah, Skippy, Carlisle's the fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Carlisle story. He's so much more interesting because he actually has a fucking grasp on being a human and being a vampire.
1: Yeah, he has a grasp on reality, and <laughs> Edward lives in a fucking fantasy world. <laughs>
0: Do we remember how old Carlyle is? He's really old, isn't he? Old. He's like, been old for a while.
1: <laughs> I don't um, know how old he is, but I, if you catch a number, let me know. I don't think they spe- specify a number, but you know.
0: I think he's not as old as the Volturi. Volturi. They yeah. were mentioned as well. Um, I can't remember where. I didn't make a note of it other than a mental note saying, oh, we get reference to these guys it was it was literally like a
1: passing thought for edward he barely yeah. even took like, it took a whole sentence to to
0: discuss them it was a you have to know the other books in order yeah. to be a passing reference you're right. like hey yes exactly um yeah Carlisle's a boss i don't know why i have memories of him saying he was born again as a vampire in the 1600s that seems a bit too old but maybe yeah holy hell i'm thinking probably 1800s maybe yeah that seems about right you know i have a i have a cellular device i can google this on if you have any thoughts
1: you know what i am literally like i'm on the computer i'm just doing stuff i could also be doing that but i'll you <laughs> go for it man thanks
0: um, oh <laughs> He, I was right. He was changed in 1663 at the age of 23.
1: Damn.
0: Carlisle's 23.
1: Yeah. What? Listen, I don't know about you guys, but like 23 looks young. Mm-hmm. We're older now. We're a bit older than
0: 23. And I remember yeah. when I was. Which, you know what? That proves to me that the children, quote unquote, can like do a whole life cycle before they need to restart in high school so yeah that's cool
1: wow carlisle 23 the doctor yeah he's probably like the best doctor in town because he's been a doctor for like a million years which is cool (laughs) interesting all right so what what more tabbies do we have going on there
0: Uh, the tabbies about Jacob were the last I had, I think. Okay. All right. I have one, I have one, uh, note that you
1: probably have, you, you probably like, were like, did a big eye roll when you read this. Um, but there's a point where they're like driving somewhere and I don't know if he's like driving her to like, I honestly, I really don't even know what is happening right now, but. Like Bella's in the car with Edward and um, it's like the weekend and she uh, they're going out somewhere or something like that or going to school. And um, he's like talking about her clothes a lot. And he's like, wow, I love when she wears blue because like she looks so fair and like so pretty and all the stuff in her hair is pretty. And then he was like, he was like, um, today I saw that she had on a brown turtleneck but it was actually a, it was loose but yet tight so i could see her, her body shape and yes. then he, and, and he says like i noted that it was not safe
0: and i was like fuck dude a oh, turn <laughs> yes Do you remember
1: I, that remember.
0: part? <laughs> I remembered he was like oh i loved how modest she looked <laughs>
1: yeah but then he was like but
0: okay. this was like a little
1: unsafe or like some shit i was like dude fucking chill <laughs> like he just needs to stop. He oh, need shit. to stop it was way too fucking much for me at that point that i got like i was like this is out of control <laughs> <So>. <laughs> ah literally Yes, something. So anyway, so that was one, that's one thing I wanted to point out that that has not left me. <laughs> so I was like, I know I won't forget to bring this up, but it was just like, dude, come on, dude. Um, and they're talking about like her favorite color is brown that day. she's wearing brown. Anyway, moving on from that. yeah, I I, okay, so I had another point that uh, Sam and I kind of discussed a little bit,, uh, you know, via like Facebook Messenger because sometimes we will chat outside the podcast but (laughs) um her and i have decided that edward is like the epitome of like being undecided Mm -hmm. or like just unsure so i would say like you know the first part of this you know podcast uh the last episode was like him you know Hating humans for being so weak and lame, and then also like wanting to be a human so much that you would just like stand in fire for eternity to become a human again, but they suck. So that was like part one. Now we're on to part two, Edward being undecided, where he's saying things like, he's like, Oh, Bella, I'm dangerous. I want to- be, I'm scary! Boo! Run away! Just- just run away and don't come back! Just scream! Why aren't you screaming? And then when she gets, like, all nervous, he's like, please don't be afraid of-
0: it hurts! And that goes- that goes back into the <laughs> abusive nature of their relationship. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> it's like, oh
1: Edward, God. you just said you want her to run away, and then she, like, runs away or something, and he's like, no! Wrong. like, what?
0: What right. do you want, Edward?
1: Honestly, so that's like part two of like, I'm just like, Edward. And I know Stephanie's trying to tell us like, Edward is grappling, you know, with himself. No, I,
0: I totally understand he <laughs> where she's coming from. Right, right. I, I get the angle she's trying to go for where he's conflicted. Yeah, I yeah, just conflicted. think. At this point, I feel like this is way too long, so they end up repeating a lot of shit over and over again to make, Mm -hmm. to count, to meet their word count. Yeah. Um, Did I not have a tabby for that? Because I found an instance of that in one of the chapters where oh i think it was just he was saying she needs a guardian angel no one is more deserving of a guardian angel than bella swan because i i don't know why what has she done has she saved orphans from burning building or something no she oh. just trips all the
1: time you know what i mean so you need a guardian angel Trips, yeah and clumsy.
0: um <laughs> and sorry i'm also pulling out the chunk we need to read for this coming week
1: Okay, um, it's okay.
0: Sorry, <laughs> it's a big, it's a big old chunk. Oh, Jesus! The chapters Christ. are getting longer. I swear, they are that.
1: so long, dude. Anyway, continue.
0: Um, fucking hell, what was I saying? Um, he's very abusive. Um, Bella should run, should take his advice and run, even though it'll make him cry like a little bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, if you see yourself in Edward at all maybe use this podcast to correct that behavior. Yes. Yes. His um his behavior whether he's on the spectrum has some sort of facial recognition disability you you don't use that to intrude on people's thoughts if you also have the ability to read minds. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, it's just it's getting exhausting. These chapters are getting longer and longer. And like most of the time, it, and it's it's starting to get like a bit difficult at the yeah. part that I'm on because only because whenever I'm reading, it's mostly just Edward constantly grappling with who he is. But it's starting to become so overwhelming that I'm, I'm starting to think there are two edwards and they're both mm-hmm. aware of each other it's really weird and one is like a scary monster demon uh you know that'll kill bella only nobody else and then like edward is like like a want to be human teenage boy but he's like old man and, and they're aware of each other and it's so weird um and so most of it is just him describing what he's thinking all the time, which is just being depressed and shit or watching Bella. And And then when,
0: yeah. He's never actually confronted with any of these like problems. He's worried he's going to face.
1: I know. Oh my God. It's because they're Alice's vision and they haven't like happened yet. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so worried that like this bad thing is going to happen that like, I want to just go kill myself. But then like the bad thing never happens and it works me up. But then I'm like, what is he what is ha It, it just like it's too much because there's no like follow through um and then whenever that that's not happening edward is having a like an internal dialogue with like his family members and the dialogue is just edward talking and then them thinking a response back uh and and then it's it's either that or just talking with bella and it's like one word responses so it's very like it's starting to drag and i'm like yep. oh god and then these chapters are like 30 pages long
0: yep <laughs> um, i remembered what i was saying before i got distracted and went on my yeah. tangent about how uh <laughs> your mental state does not excuse your behaviors it might explain it but it does not excuse it um mm-hmm. before i was saying that um I probably would have liked this better if it was just a nice short novella. We don't need a complete play-by-play of Twilight <laughs> all over again from Edward's perspective because then you do get the repetition. You do see that Stephanie's going for his conflicted mindset during this, but it just gets so tiring because we've got another 350 pages of this. Oh god, dude. Like yeah. And they it, haven't they haven't even kissed yet. So we're not even at the Bella wants to get down and dirty. And he's like, no, I can't.
1: I know. I'm so excited to like get to the point where I know that you and I discussed this before. Vampire about, boners? Like, do, vampire, do, yeah, do vampires get boners? And I want to like see if and he'll actually think about that. a conversation
0: I Good. have been having since eighth grade. How does Edward get a boner? Does he just have one since their heart is rock? There's no blood flow to it. So how does it yeah. work, Stephanie? I want to know. That's a great
1: point that you made because one they're like actually made of granite uh yeah. like the stone
0: and then also no blood flow no need to breathe yeah. so like Wait, like god damn it stephanie if herman melville can give me five chapters of whale anatomy and moby dick <laughs> you can give me two paragraphs explaining this yeah please because
1: it's just you know we have to talk about it so i you know and then um I'm getting to a point like I'm I'm like maybe two chapters ahead and he does discuss uh like being with Bella is like being alive and I was like does that mean he you know is excited or is it just mean he like just felt like a dead person because he is dead <laughs> he's a vampire <laughs> I don't know I don't man
0: know. I, don't I don't know man. man Edward Edward is full on he's sucky Dude,
1: yeah, hopefully, we can uncover this mystery in the next episode yeah. uh, for sure. I hope. I mean, there's a lot of pages to read, it better have some yeah. answers because so, we're
0: getting antsy. So, our next little chunk is chapter 15 through 21. 21. That's a right, that's seven chapters, right? No, six, 22. Yeah. Wait, it's like 200 pages we've got to read for the next episode. So,
1: Jeez. okay, wait, chapter 21, you say? Yeah, okay, cool. Chapter twenty, And we're on
0: 15. That, that should be like a 100-page chunk in a normal book, but no, this is a 200-page chunk. Um, Stephanie, write shorter sentences. I know, right? Chapter um, 21. Okay. I just wrote it on a post. Anyway, um, Edward's probably not on the spectrum. Stephanie just doesn't know how to write male characters. Um, yeah,
1: if you think this is sexy, like, it's not anymore because we kind of grew up and it's just oh, yeah. kind of weird now. Yeah, she, she
0: clearly <laughs> doesn't know how to write from the male perspective. Uh, men do know how to read emotions. They may not always be the most emotionally available, but they, they're they not stupid, especially if they're 90 years old and have been around people for yeah. 90 years. All,
1: they, all Edward says he does all day is just like watch people and like how they act. And apparently he can't like, he can like, you know, uh, just dazzle people i guess because he talks about dazzling like the school secretary or whatever the hell it is because he knows he looks like attractive but then they get freaked out because they remember it's edward <laughs> and you're like oh i got for him but uh then with bella he's like oh don't i don't know <laughs> like what the fuck? edward please and, and bella is not that like difficult to you know figure out and, it, it, and he's still upset because he can't read her mind. And that's why he's like acting all upset because he just wants everything handed to him and life to be easy. And now life's hard. And now he's all upset. Ugh. Yep. I'm yep. just,
0: that's just I'm, I'm very frustrated with Edward. He's very abusive. He's mm-hmm. dumb. Um, I can't believe We all fell for him in high school. What an awful
1: combination. He's abusive and dumb. Oh, <laughs> this guy. Just ugh. Just ugh. He's just, just dumb. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and he's, like, constantly, like, he's constantly, like, oh, well, you know, like, seriously, be careful, because if you trip and fall, you'll break your neck, like, seriously, Bella, like, you will. And she's, like, dude, stop being so mean. And he's, like, well, I'm just
0: saying, you know. Uh, I don't know if I tabbied it, but there was definitely, uh. Yeah. There's a part when she
1: got like pissed when he like said something like that, like um, like,
0: watch your step, like or like be careful. She got really pissed at him. She got really pissed at him, and rightfully so when he admitted to watching her during gym class to see how clumsy she is.
1: Dude, that that's like embarrassing. You know, like I wouldn't if I was a high school girl. Like I I don't want anyone watching me as it is, but like in high school and gym class when you know you're not athletic at all, that's
0: like mortifying, dude. Yeah. And um, I can't yes. find where I made a note of it, but somewhere in these chapters, they're talking about the future and Bella mentions how she wants to teach English at the college level. And I'm like, bitch, when? When did you <laughs> want to do this? I, I know. have no memory of this. And then she's like, I want to do elective courses because uh, then I know everybody wants to be there. That's not how elective <laughs> courses work
1: in I know. College
0: you still have to take elective courses you don't really want to take just because they fill that elective course.
1: Yeah. And before that, she was like, she was like, well, I want to be like a, an editor, like a whatever. And I was like, what? I was like, you never even write or like do stuff. All you do is read Wait. Jane Austen every day. Yeah.
0: Like I'm like... Like, Bella, do you really think I wanted to take Dance 100 for an elective credit? No, I took it because it was an easy A. That's what electives are in college. Dance
1: 100. I know, right? I just kept taking fucking English, like, classes to get that shit out of the way because it was easy, you know? But like,
0: if you're a first-year professor, Bella, and you probably will be for the rest of your life as a vampire because you're so fucking young, do you really think you're not going to get to teach gen eds? Everybody has to teach gen eds.
1: Exactly, dude. I wish I could just like, you know, roll into, you know, college first day on the job and like, just be like, hey, I'm here to teach you like horror writing. And like, we're going to talk about the culture of horror and slash movies. Fuck no. I'm going to teach
0: fucking English composition 101, dude. (laughs) And you know what? That's the fun shit to teach because you see them improve in their writing. And that's the time. that's
1: absolutely right. You actually do see improvement gradually. They don't they don't know, but
0: they are improving.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: and they start to care. Anyway, do. we should wrap this bitch up.
1: Hell yeah! All right, dudes. So can't wait to read to chapter twenty one for next time, guys. If you're reading along, yeah. Awesome. Keep it up. Anyway, th- this should have given you at least a whole month to catch up if you. <laughs> want to read um but anyway let's go ahead and move on to our outro notes so we can just chill for the rest of the night all right so real horror show was created by sam odie and stormy skies and is directed by sam odie today we learned that edward is both abusive and
0: dumb (sighs) yeah and uh (laughs) Whether or not Stephanie's intending to write him on the spectrum doesn't matter because that wouldn't justify his abusive behavior. Yeah, he's acting like a Especially monster. at the age of 97
1: years old. I know, just grow up, like, literally. Yeah. Anyway. Make friends, Edward, it's fine. I know, Edward, you're allowed to, like, talk to human. I know you think they're so lame, but, like, that's that's all you have. You know, or the werewolves, and you don't like them. So humans are werewolves. Take your pick. Anyway. Like what you hear? You can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, and iTunes. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website, before And follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Submissions are open for our yearly anthology called The October Monologues. Check out the submission guidelines on our website and send us your creepy shit. We love horror. And if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wishlist if you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also buy us a coffee is a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. (coughs) Excuse me. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. Any other pertinent news, Sam?
0: Not at the moment. I don't think so, you guys.
1: Doing okay. It's October. We're having fun, watching horror movies, you know, on our own time. Other than that, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I love
0: the creepy doll. That always follows